Hello, and welcome to this edition of Expressions. I'm your host, Sierra Tavares-Reyes. Today's topic, Gang Stalking, Part 2. When injustice becomes law, resistance becomes duty. Thomas Jefferson. First off, gang stalking is a police operation. And when I say a police operation, I mean it is local police that are doing it. But police are not the only ones doing it. Many, many people in law enforcement also gang stalk people. But why do they do it? They do it because it was police that started it, organized it, and funds it. And anyone that is friends to a police officer or a county sheriff officer will join into it, especially if that person happens to live near the victim or works at the victim's place of employment. I am aware that there are a lot of people that claim that they are being gang stalked by multiple people that are not in law enforcement and therefore find it hard to believe it all started because of police. Well, I'm going to explain how it gets started by police and how police turn recruit other people in it. For whatever reason, you have become a target of an investigation and no one is going to tell you about it. When police investigate, frame, gang stalk someone, they always get into that person's life and they do so undercover. Several officers will be assigned to investigate the target and they will use their police powers to acquire several apartments surrounding and or near the target's home. There are a lot of people that are gang stalked than you can ever imagine going on in this world. And many people that are, many people that talk about gang stalking describe multiple people with various jobs that are gang stalking them. And one common theme amongst victims of gang stalkers is that they do not know why they're being gang stalked, but do recognize the tactics that gang stalkers use. Well, I'm going to explain to you who gang stalkers are and why they gang stalk people and why the gang stalkers seem very fond of their street theater tactics that they use on their victims. All landlords, apartment managers, always cooperate with any and all police investigations and will evict anyone that police want vacated in order to provide said apartment to the undercover police to take over and police usually take over the victim's um, apartments that are next to the victim. Now the target is surrounded by several officers that have their superiors permission to do what they are going to do and have already turned the victim's landlord apartment manager against them and is automatically under the cover of police officer's side and will believe anything that the police say about the victim in order to turn the target uh, landlord apartment manager will warn other tenants to avoid the target and will tell the other tenants that the target is a bad guy and that he or she is under police investigation and to not tell them because it will interfere with their investigation Now, virtually everyone that lives near the target has been turned against him or her, and no one will tell him or her why. That's a lot of people that have now been turned against the target. And that's a lot of people that are trying to hide the fact that um, this is going on with the target. After police take control of the surrounding area of the target, 
At least one or two of those several officers will use their police powers to acquire jobs at the place of the target or the victim's place of employment, and police will contact the employer or managers at said of place of employment and will use their police powers to get undercover jobs there. Employers, managers will always cooperate with police investigations and will pretend that the undercover officers are new employees to hide and conceal their cover from the target or the victim. But the employer managers were told by police that they do not have to hide this from other employees. In fact, will encourage other employees to help them in their investigation. And the undercover officers will label the target as a bad guy and will instruct everyone at the job site to not say anything about any of it to the target because it will interfere with their investigation. Now, everyone at the target's place of employment has been turned against him or her, and no one will tell him or her why. That's a lot of people. Those officers have turned against the target. Through the use of police powers and secret slander defamation of character statements, the police have effectively turned a couple dozen people, if not more, against their target. And all those people in turn will tell the neighbors about the target and describe the target as a bad guy the same way the police did it. Word carries and spreads and before long the whole neighborhood is talking about the, the target as though he or she is a bad guy and everyone will tell the target. Everyone will tell uh, them not to say anything because it will interfere with the, invest the investigation. Now, you know how gang stalking gets started, and I will tell you how it's organized after this break. Welcome back. Now I will tell you how it gets organized. After police have taken control of the target surroundings and turned almost everyone that the target has come into with against them or him or her, the police will start framing the target using several tactics. Police will break into the target's home and bug it with audio and video recording devices. Police will set up audio and video recording devices aimed outside the target or the victim's home. And undercover, police will start putting on performances for their own video surveillance cameras. And one or two of those officers will from time to time dress up like the target in order to impersonate their target and to stage crimes while dressed like the target. Police will follow their target everywhere he or she goes in order to find out what places the target visits and what stores the target uses and what grocery stores the target buys their foods at. And undercover officers will contact the managers of said businesses and inform them that the target is under investigation and will tell the managers to tell the store employees to be on the lookout for that person and to give a description to the employees of the target. 
Police usually use flyers to do this and provide store managers with flyers that are ha- that are they hand out in the back of the store near their time clock or near the break room. And store managers will in turn tell its employees if they see this person to keep their eyes on this person. Now businesses, the target uh, or victim goes to has been turned against him or her as well. And no one will tell the target what is going on and no one will tell the target what they are accused of and no one will deem the target as a um, victim and instead will deem them as a bad guy. By this point, there are hundreds of people that now believe that the target is a bad guy and not a soul will tell the target why or what is going on and will only further destroy the target's reputation, not caring about them because police officers told them that the target is a bad guy. The police have now illegally organized a very large and potentially dangerous mob of people against their target. And by this point, the target is aware people are treating him or her badly and wants to know what is going on and is paranoid to the point that he or she feels as though they are being stalked by multiple people. After the police have publicly slandered and defamed their target enough to the point where their target is isolated from any form of help or support, the police and their accomplices and good buddies and even their girlfriends will heavily gang stalk their target on the streets and they do so for several reasons. One, because they can get away with it. Two, because it terrorizes their target. Three, because they want their target to get angry or scared for the video surveillance cameras. Four, um, they've always enjoyed ganging up on people and framing people and terrorizing people. And police will continue their slander defamation campaign against their target, further turning more and more people against them. And by this time, the target knows that they're being gang stalked and harassed by people that have it out for them and does not know where to turn to for help. Undercover police will use all kinds of harassment techniques to terrorize their target, such as gaslighting their target. Gaslighting is a three-pronged attack by undercover officers. It one, terrorizes the target. Two, It is not a provable attack, so the target has no way of proving it to others. And three, the target tries to explain what is happening to him or her. No one will believe him or her. Thus, the police have effectively destroyed the target as a credible witness by making him or her appear mentally ill. Because being gaslighted is almost impossible to prove, the target is helpless to find help for it and even fears telling people about it. They are afraid that no one will believe them. This is why it is one of undercover officers' favorite ways of terrorizing their targets while the target is at home. The whole point of police and their accomplices to get to this point is to terrorize their target when he or she goes outside and to also instill fear and terror on the target while the target is at home, so undercover police want their target to be on edge day and night, whether inside or outside. And all the while, police are recording the target of the victim, wanting video clips of their target or their victim looking or acting scared or angry. 
Police are building a case against the target while the police gang stalk and terrorize their target or victim. So no matter what the target does in response to the attack against him or her, the police are counting on any response because they can use it against their target. If the target or the victim calls 911 to report these gaslighting attacks or reports being followed and gang stalked by multiple people, then uninformed police officers will respond and they already know the target is being targeted and investigated by police and therefore ignore any complaints made by the target and will label the target as mentally ill on their paperwork and of course will say nothing to the target about that. And I'll be right back after this break. Okay, and I am back. Doctors at any hospital are trained and are bros to police. And the moment you try to explain to the doctor that he or she is being gang stalked and harassed by multiple people, the typical response from doctors is to pretend mental illness. So now you have a better understanding as to how gang stalkers get away with gang stalking and how it's organized and how many people within the emergency system is trained to cover up under um, the cover covert police operations. A real target of being gang stalked is not mentally ill and the target complaints are valid and provable the problem for the target is that no one cares there is no one from emergency um, that a target can call for help and even though police using their police powers to turn their heads of people against their target will look at the target and pretend that he or she is mentally ill to cover up the police covert operation and everything police do, they do under the pretense of conducting an investigation. This is typical of fascist country for police to target people in this manner, and police have always done it in this way in the USA. And the only reason most people believe different is because Hollywood movies and TV shows tried to spin cops as good guys fighting bad guys. Sorry to tell you, but this fascist countries always control major media and all popular TV shows and Hollywood movies spit out tons of propaganda trying to hide and conceal all the fascism in the USA. And also fascist countries always control news reporters as well, which is why news reporters are um, mums, the word on how police brutality does their investigations. Now, why they do, why do they gang stalk people? That's a good question. That is not an easy to easy to answer. But let me try explaining it this way. Let's ask a different question. Why do police investigate people? I ask the question because it is far more accurately. It accurately gives us the answer to the, to the question: Why do gang stalkers stalk people? And gets down to terms that people can understand better. So why do police investigate people? That's a very good question. Maybe you should try figuring out that for yourself. I will put it this way. If you did nothing wrong and are being gang stalked, then it is either personal 
on the part of the officers doing it to you or you may have just been randomly picked to be a fall guy for some crime you are not responsible for but police may want you to get the rap for it or you may be you may have pissed off your boss at one point and it just happens that your boss's friends have your boss has friends that are in law enforcement and it could be because police um may have recruited your spouse into an affair and therefore it is personal on the part of the officer that sleeps with your spouse to do this and has the support of the uh of his buddies uh and supers in law enforcement police are paid to target people so if police have a shortage of bad guys to go after then they may start going after people they have personal vendettas against or maybe you did something that just pissed off someone that knows someone that is good um good bros to someone in law enforcement either way it is what police do they have always been this way police do not rat out of um police officers and at first and all first responders are trained to cover up any covert operation that police are involved in and that's why they call it covert operations and that is why Police and other emergency personnel will ignore your complaints and pretend you're mentally ill in order to cover up the police covert operation. I assure you, you are not mentally ill at all. You're just surrounded by people that are paid by the government to target people and to lie for the officers, no matter what police and doctors pretend. It still doesn't change the fact that police took several months to destroy their target's name and reputation and they did so while operating under the pretense of an investigation so police can smirk at you and pretend that they pretend all they want to it doesn't change the fact that there are a ton of witnesses to um to them gang stalking you you should consider talking with your co-workers and neighbors and telling them that you're being gang stalked by the police officers and that you suspect that it is personnel on their part and they and that they committed crimes against you and that you would like to know if police have been questioning them about you and if so did they destroy your name and reputation just remember while police and first responders and even doctors may smirk at you and fake mental illness, it does not change the fact that police, when they gang stalk someone, always attack their target's reputation first. Which means that those liars that, as first responders, are just trying to cover up complaints to your face, police will pretend you're mentally ill, but behind your back, they are slandering your name and reputation and are doing it by faking an investigation to gain people's cooperation. Many people not in law enforcement are also gang stalkers. So what does gang stalkers all have in common? Why they are either bros to law enforcement or girlfriends to law enforcement. So professions have nothing to do with it. The gang stalking is it started and organized and funded by local authorities. And it is always local authorities that protect gang stalkers by uh, to cover their labeling of any complaints from the target as mentally ill. Government has always been this way. Police have always been this way and there are too many people willing to lie to cover police's to poli- lie to cover police officers butts from prosecution and you will find 
out about that the moment you actually tried to charge a police officer with a felony crime. And I'll be right back after this. So I just wanted to say that there is a lot of things that happen that I noticed that with gang stalkers, they they have this, I mean, they can be a lot of different people. Some of them can be old, young, black, white, Hispanic, Indian, Asian, whatever the case may be. I've seen pregnant women. I have seen even uh, someone uh, sometimes brings bring their kids with them uh, to do this. And I just don't understand why people... Are, uh, are doing that they can be also neighborhood watch they can be disabled people so a gang stalker could been could have been anybody um and a lot of times what they will try to do is that they will um they'll be really generous or really really nice and those are the ones that you really want to stay away from you want to stay away from people that are just a little too generous like five minutes into you you're there your acquaintance with someone and then they're like giving gifts and you know just a little too friendly and then basically you know when they feel that um whatever they've done for you um they feel okay well I've I've already I've, I'm gonna paint on this picture that I'm this good person this good Samaritan I'm gonna paint this picture that I'm um, a nice person to gain your trust and to lawyer uh, to so you to let your guard down and then I'm going to strike basically I'm going to flip on you I'm going to I'm going to turn on you like some sort of a Pitbull or Doberman or something like that. Um, that is basically what they do. Um, gang stalkers love to feel that they are in control of everything. Uh, some people join these things because um, they get housing, they get $100 gift cards or whatever their fancy is, um, whatever benefits them, but they are somehow uh, rewarded. They are uh, somehow rewarded for their their dirty deeds. This is what they do. Um, I just find it incredulous that someone would actually take the time to just follow somebody around constantly, you know. And it just it just boggles my mind. And this is a very very serious issue. And this is a very real thing. Um, I know people that are going through this right now. And uh, sometimes they don't recognize the problem until it's too late. But um, but yeah, they will do uh, internet searches on people. They'll get your ID. They'll get your identification and all your information. They can track you with your social. They can track you with your phone. Even if your phone is off, they can still track you. They can still find you that way. Um, so I mean, they do a lot they do a lot and the whole purpose is to destroy you uh destroy your quality of life um a lot of times targeted individuals um some are targeted because they are outspoken 
And sometimes when you are a person who is a very outspoken person, when you try to tell the truth, sometimes the truth is very blistering to some people and extremely painful to hear. So they will try to silence your voice if you start to get a little too um, too loud with the truth. But um, your constitutional rights are being violated and everyone has the right to free speech. And sometimes that free speech, I mean, you're allowed to free speech, but you're not allowed to slander. As long as you're not doing that, I don't really see what the problem is. Um, But yeah, that's what a lot of people do and they want your your voice to be silent. And um, that is is an awful thing to have happened to people. Stalkers like to also um, vandalize your property they may cut holes in your clothes or, you know, make knife marks uh, here and there. That is what they do. This is all part of their job. That's what they do. Um, they would stand on corners um, filming people constantly 24-7, following your every move. Um, but yeah, that is what they do. And it's it's just crazy to me that these people don't have lives or it's just strange like shouldn't you be working but I guess you know that is their job you know that is what they do that's what they get paid to do um and like I said this is a horrible thing that is happening to so many people it's crazy gang stalking is um it's organized harassment um at its best. It is the targeting of an individual for revenge, jealousy, sport, um, or to keep them quiet. And also happens in the workplace as well. Um, or some Sometimes people call it workplace mobbing and online mobbing, which are both fully recognized as legitimate. This is the community form, you know. Um, It's organized, it's widespread and growing, and some describe this form of harassment as a psychological attack that can completely destroy a person's life while leaving little or no evidence to incriminate the perpetrators. And um, like I said before, the people that get targeted, outspoken women, minorities, whistleblowers, dissidents, people who have gone against large corporations, and this is basically a hate campaign and the goal is to sensitize the sensitize the target to um, a stimuli and isolate the target and make them destitute. The secondary goal seems to be, make the target um, homeless, jobless, give them a breakdown and the primary goal seems to be to drive the target to suicide or force them into mental, mental uh, institutionalization. Um, this is a very addictive behavior addictive behavior uh, for some people and some people do it for sport you know they find pleasure being in control of people and they can be ex-cons they can be anybody they can be anybody other people who do this are blackmailed are forced into taking part in this activity. And then some people do it because they 
want to fit in or want to feel um, feel part of something that is large and powerful. Some are part of a community of the community groups who believe that targeting is an undes- is undesirable. But some are part of the informer groups within the cities, and methods are used against the target. So. Um, you have uh, also you have classical conditioning. I didn't talk about this. Getting a target sensitized to sounds, colors, patterns, actions, red, white, yellow, um, stripes, pins clicking, keys jangling, coughing, sneezing, whistling, finger snapping, clapping, etc. 24 hour surveillance. This one of all following the target everywhere they go, learning about the target, where they work, where they shop, where they play, who their friends and family are, getting close to the target. And that's been a big one, getting close to the target and moving into the community or apartment where they live across the street, bugging the target's phone, house, or computer activity. And they thrive off the isolation of the target as well. So... um. It will disrupt the target's life with loud power tools, construction, stereos, door slamming, etc. Talking in public about um, their lives in such a loud way, maybe. Um, But that is what they do. But they also um, block the target's path, cut them in line. Um... What else? They'll flatten the tires. Um, mass strangers doing things in public to annoy the targets. Strangers might get text messages to be at a specific time and place and perform a specific action. It might seem harmless to these strangers, but it could be caused. Um, it could be causing great psychological trauma for the target. That's what they do. So, um, when these people are seeking help, they get quite a bit of resistance. Some people in today's society even try to pass. Gang stalking offers a form of paranoia, even though the meetings in Toronto are held out of the Toronto Rape Crisis Center and many women's support groups and crisis centers are now aware of gang stalking and even training their workers to deal with this type of harassment. So, but this is a very ugly thing and it, it happens to a lot of people, um, a lot of people. And I just hope that people get help and somewhere in you, you have to say, oh my gosh, this is not right. Someone has to blow the whistle and say, what I'm doing is wrong. But there are some people in life that have no guilt, no conscience, and no remorse. I'm Sierra Tavares Reyes. Have a good night.